All right, it's 8.44. Let's get straight into personal mastery with Dr. Tepiso Matenji. And uh, she joins us every Monday on this journey of personal mastery. It is a process as we try and become better people, as we try and handle life situations a lot better as well, based on experience, based on knowledge, knowledge that we get from different places, including professionals like her. And uh, today we're looking at the idea of going to therapy. I mean, do you need therapy? And in an instance where perhaps you're not even living with a mental illness. And if the answer is yes, what are the reasons? And should the answer be yes, as always? I mean, if we go around the room quickly here and, you know, by a show of hands, who's been to therapy for whatever reason? Who's been to see someone for whatever reason? Pearl? I have. No, don't, don't I have mumble. on an ongoing basis. Don't mumble. Speak, what? Speak, I'm speak saying up. I have on Thank an you. ongoing basis. <laughs> there we Jeez. go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, night a DJ saved my life. What do you know? I seek my therapy and I found it. <laughs> and and sure. do you find it was helpful? Um, yes, very, very helpful. Um, in recent times, though, I have sort of just rebelled against it. I just feel like so tired of being told what to do but it really really helps um it's it's brought me a long way uh, in particular with 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 grief i've been um to a professional before at first it it, it didn't work and as Aaliyah says it, if at first you don't succeed try again um and it didn't work because i wasn't ready to open up so i mean mm. there's also yeah. a bit of work yeah. that you need to do but let's speak to dr Madenzi. a lot <laughs> good morning doc ah uh, family hey lantola what what are you saying about therapy? <laughs> no no no, it's not about you. It's uh, it's not you. It's <laughs> us. It's us. It's, it's us. definitely it's us. us. Yeah, we it's need it all the time. It's definitely us. If I don't switch the radio on to listen to you, what does that say? <laughs> ah, doc, it's us. No, we're, no. we're the ones you, that are ruining this relationship. No, but you but you raise very valid points. Um, and and it is important that people like you on such a platform are actually able to articulate those types of experiences because it doesn't mean when you find a therapist you are necessarily going to jail or even as you begin the journey mm-hmm. you're necessarily going to see it to, to fruition in terms of its conclusion and get the results that you want mm. so for some people it's a big it's a start on start on stand off and then you're going up and down uh, and for some they go away for a year and then come back after two years and say let me tell you mm-hmm. what happened in the previous year and that's just part of yeah. the journey it's got potholes it's got speed bumps and that's just what happens in it but today we are talking about why do you need a therapist? And when you do, what is what are the benefits for you to be able to go? And it becomes important that we understand that we are not just talking about psychologists and we are not just talking about um, um, speaking to the pastor in your family. We are literally talking about speaking to a professional. It could be a social worker. Mm. You, you will be surprised that a lot of people go to their GP for counseling. They speak a lot to their, um, to, to their general practitioner and talk about whatever is happening in their marriages because we get a lot of referrals from GPs because they would have done at least some kind of uh, brief solution-focused therapy and then realize that, no, no, this is not working. You need more intensive therapy. Mm. We're also talking about psychiatrists. You might need to speak to a psychiatrist because you've got mental illness. But where we are talking about is when do you begin to speak to a therapist? And I just had a few points that I want to share with people. Mm. I love the way that you set it up, that don't expect that it's going to be perfect. You don't go for one session and get the report and get the aha moment. There are sometimes when you do, but most of the time you don't. It's a journey, it's a process, and it's not a sprint. It's actually a marathon. But the benefits of going to see a 
a mental health care professional. Firstly, it's just for you to be able to put into words your lived experience and to hear yourself express it out loud. You'll be surprised how many of us go through things and do not even get the time to process it, let alone put it into words and then listen to ourselves say it. And when you are in those sessions, you find that a lot of people have a discomfort with talking about themselves. And there's a difference, by the way, between me talking about what Mo did to me Mm. and what's happening in my relationship with him than it is about how I feel, what I think, what I experienced, what I have done. And I could spend an an entire hour talking about Mo. Mo said this. Mo did this to me. Yeah, I told him that I love him, but he did this and he did that and he did that. And it looks like I'm talking about me when in fact I've just been talking about Mo. Hmm. It becomes important when you come for the professional counseling that you understand that the opportunity to put into words your lived experience and hear yourself express it out loud, it it begins to shift that journey in terms of your internal alignment with who you are and you being able to validate and acknowledge what happened to you without worrying whether some it makes sense. And although a lot of people want to know, am I making sense? And you're going to get that feedback that, yeah, it makes sense. Or no, actually, it doesn't. What do you mean? All right, so that's the first thing. The second thing, it has to do with having that objective professional listen to you without any comeback. You'll be surprised how many times people speak to other people that are significant in their lives that they trust, but there is a comeback. A simple thing like so-and-so said this, and I go and I live it out exactly as it is mm. because of it was a significant other. Maybe it's my mom who said something, and I go and I try it out that I was hoping for. So when you are going to a healthcare professional, they are also able to determine whether you're actually ready to get feedback because sometimes you just need to hear yourself speak. You just need to vent to get to the stage where you experience catharsis, which is where you find release from just speaking about your lived experience. And sometimes you are not really ready to get feedback. And professionally, you're trained to be able to determine that, no, this person just needs to vent. We are not yet doing any re-engineering or any insight that is gathered. They must just speak about themselves. But also, it's important that a professional, you will know that you can say whatever you want to say. Nothing is going to come back to bite you. In the sense that if your loved one heard, the person you're complaining about, heard mm. about what you're saying, mm. they could hold it against you because they are hurt based on what you have said. Sure. It creates that safe environment for you to speak without worrying that it's going to come back to bite you when you least expect it. There's often a, a theory or even a thinking that you only go to a therapy or for therapy when you are in turmoil, when there are problems. Is that accurate? The reality is that most people go to therapy or to see a professional when they are in turmoil. When people are having it good, they completely ignore the fact that they want to go to see a therapist or it benefits them. Um, in fact, in terms of mental health, mental well-being, we want to encourage people to literally have regular checkups, just like you go with your GP to go and do your annual checkups, your monthly checkups, uh, to be sure that you are okay. Just just, just, just as much as you understand that you need to maintain a healthy diet and exercise regimen, you don't just wait for Owen when he's on the show, you need to be able to do the sessions of exercise over the weekend. It's about just looking at holistic mental health or holistic wellness in your life in terms of maintaining wellness and um, work-life balance. But 
the majority of us are going to go to see a professional when you are in crisis, when you're in turmoil, and that is okay. But don't just leave it for that because what would happen is that you and Mo are getting along, things are okay, Mm. and then it looks like everything is okay, and then you stop growing. What you're missing is that even when things are crazy, the opportunity for re-engineering is still there. The opportunity to gain insight into yourself and to be able to validate that what is happening to you is is real and how you are engaging with it and what it's teaching about you and what it's teaching you about more and what it's teaching you about life and relationships and this relationship that you're in. That opportunity is still there. It's still a teachable moment and that you do in therapy. For us as mental health care professionals, we have no choice. You go for therapy, whether you're having a good time or not, you go because that's just part of you taking care of yourself. And I really think people should listen to that, especially when you are like pale and you're helping everybody. Everybody comes to you for advice, mm-hmm. but yet you never go into anybody for help. You want to wait until your dam is breaking before you go and get professional help. Mm-hmm. So when people are coming to you for advice, don't take for granted the fact that you are a sponge. You are absorbing all of that negative energy. You need an outlet as well mm-hmm. where you pour out and somebody can give you a safe space to just focus on you and your healing. I mean, one of the other things is, of course, where, you know, we go through different things. And sometimes we are told we can do things on your own or there's this expectation that you have to do things on your own. I lost a, a dear uncle last week. We laid him to rest on the weekend. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm grieving. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm in pain. And the thing is, we go through life every day because we think, ah, we can do it on our own. You know, can we really do it on our own? And And is going for therapy often a sign that you are now going to be dependent on somebody else to constantly be there for you when in fact maybe you should be training yourself to to be able to manage. I mean, I don't know if you get my, my, my thinking yet. I, I, get, I get your point completely. And that is where, that's the difference between going for therapy and just talking to your friends or talking to somebody who's not a, a, a professional because you are supposed to gain the skills to get independence to be able to sustain yourself, to be able to navigate life on your own. You are not going for therapy because you're dependent. And in fact, if you are coming to sessions, and our sessions every time is, ah, it's hard. Mm. And we're going around, always focus on the problem, always focus on the problem, always focus on the program, even though we come up with strategies to be able to alleviate where you are and what you need to be able to cope and what you need to be able to vent. And in terms of your grieving, how to be able to not just stagnate in one area, but how to, to get yourself out of the situation. And yet you are not internalizing those things. You are not practicing them. You are not following through. You're not holding yourself accountable. Then we are creating an emotionally dependent, in fact, an unhealthy relationship. And in fact, there are people because of the state of that they're in, who actually need to go for therapy with a clinical psychologist because they are not yet having the personal agency to effect the change that they need to effect mm-hmm. in their lives. You are still in more in a problem-oriented situation. You need to gain insight and understand what are the depths and the historical uh, parts behind your trauma that are actually holding you from changing and effecting the change that you want in your life. So a lot of the time when you become dependent, is that your personal agency, your own power to effect the change that you want in your life is actually diminished. Mm. And that's what the sessions are about. They're supposed to equip you. But there are people because of personality dis- disorders, because of uh, mental health illness, because of mood disorders, who lack that, apos- that capacity already diminished. And so it needs more time. And it looks like they're dependent and there's no result. But you actually have to understand that that's a disorder that's not just going to be cured overnight. And you also need medication. And those types of things contribute to why you might become dependent. But if you are not having any kind of severe mental health illness, 
you should be able to develop your personal agency and develop your competency to effect the change that you want in your life and then grow in independence. Mm. And a lot of life coaching focuses on that, actually. Abel Silwani sends a comment here as we wrap, Doc. He says, therapy has helped me to understand myself and other people better. I'm also able to deal with negative thoughts. If, if, if I'm sitting in on this conversation now and I want to get going, you know, where do I start? Um, Google, uh, mm. listen to people, talk to people. They, you'll be surprised how many people are already seeing a therapist. They can refer you to somebody. And then go around and shop shop around but also be aware that you can go around and shop for two people and not find a mix because you don't like what you're seeing but it might be a reflection of you not being ready uh, one of the key things that is important about seeing a therapist is your readiness for change if your readiness for change is minus and i don't mean zero i mean minus where you're still defensive you think all the problems came more and it's the way that you are brought up not that those are not valid they are but you are not yet ready to take accountability for where you are and to look at the the things that you need to change and formulate a plan to do the the healing and the personal change that is required for you and to sustain it, then your readiness for change is actually very, very far below. Mm. And that is okay. You can work with that. Also, if ever you need medication and you are understanding that at a neurochemical level you are struggling to deal with yourself and what's happening in your life, we can work with that. We'll refer to a psychiatrist. But some people, their readiness for change is so far behind, they can go around hopping and they can never sustain through a therapy session and you are not yet ready. And it's okay. It's not about the therapist. It's about you. Doc, thank you so much for your time. A very important conversation and uh, some comments coming in as usual, but we appreciate your thoughts on this as we weigh on on, on this very important discussion. And uh, a good place to start is actually right at the beginning. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Doc. Thank you and have a good weekend. Have good week, rather. Good yes, day. indeed. Have a good week further. I Doc- wish it was the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Dr. Tepisoma Denji, Life Change, Personal Change Catalyst on Personal Mastery. We are done. Coming up next, we have The Bridge from 9 to 12. Pearl, are you on Daily Tether today? Yes, I am. Half past 10. I'm with Melody Mia this morning and we're taking a look at healthcare professionals. Just